What if you just took on that you don't know who you are? Or the world or the universe or financing or health, or you really don't know anything about anything what's available to you. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Well, my fellow Satorians, it has come to our attention that many of you are not yet aware of some massive news in the Satori Prime world. So let me let you in on a not so little secret right now. So Guy and I have recently created an app that you can now download on your iPhone or your Android device just by searching for Satori Prime in either iTunes or the Google Play Store. Or if you want, you can even download it directly to your desktop by going to app satoriprime.com and the reviews are in and they are lively things like life-changing i love the gamification i share this with everyone in my life and my favorite how is this free so if you want to join your fellow satorians in our very own exclusive community then like i said head either to your itunes or google play store and search for satori prime or simply go to app.satoriprime.com and install it on your desktop So as soon as you join, what we're going to do is we're going to give you access not only to our amazing community, we're also going to give you access to a completely free 10-part transformational mini-series that we've never released anywhere else. And this is where you can begin to uncover all of these limiting beliefs and start upgrading them. Things like money, overwhelm, procrastination. You'll get to see how you can create accountability in your life like never before, and you'll get to experience life in a whole new way. So if you haven't done so already, come join our Satorian family today. Make sure to go download that app. And now it's time for the episode. It's never too late to get started because I think so often people look at their development, their finances, their health, their relationships, communication, and all of it. And there's this semblance and sense of things being static. Like it's all the same Um, a helplessness for most people that it won't change, that they don't know how to change it. And time and time again, with a desire and urgency, life will prove that wrong in my, in my assessment of life. So what I'm like, I'm actually pointing to like cryptocurrency as what, like a thing to look at and like more, can't really call it the physical space, but like in physical reality, I actually posted something today in one of our groups and said, Hey, like, I know a lot of people, want to know about crypto. I don't know where the hell you get information about crypto, but if you want to just like find out information about it, uh, I'm pretty well invested in it. I've been working with it for, for close to a year now. And obviously that comes along with uh, insights and experience. And most people think it's just too late to even get started or change their financial well-being or aren't really taking the time to understand what's happening. So I kind of wanted to just like put that all in the swirl um, of just like, it's never too late. Yeah. Like for instance, right. Elon, Elon did this thing with Andrew today 
I've been working with him uh, since about August. Uh, my girlfriend's been working with him for about a year and a half now. And again, like difficult to explain what's going on there. I, I feel like I've done more deep inner work in the last six months, basically working with him than I have in the first 14 and a half years, because it gave me just a completely new sense of how work can be done. Radically transformed my meditation, like the stuff that you're, you experienced today. And I want to ask you about your experience. I started tapping into that naturally. That's happening now by itself, like not by itself. I just know how to do it. Right. Because yeah. it's an entrainment of the system. So if you go do like a network chiropractic, for instance, which I know you haven't done either, it's the same thing. They call it entrainment and it's network because literally as you train bodies, our bodies are training other bodies how to do this. So like we're, we're, we're naturally giving off our frequency, meaning everyone you're around is absorbing your frequency and, and, and language like that Andrew might use is like we have maps for each other. We have resource for each other. So as more people get more maps and as we... Um, grow our own ability to receive resource, literally from like big mind, higher mind. Uh, we have the ability to transmit, receive, uh, or give maps to other people. And I think that's that's what he's so proficient at, is like giving maps to the body. Um, so I'm just, just so I can stop talking a little bit, what's your what's your synopsis on, on day one? Uh, I mean, I, I contacted a guy, I was trying to get with him, like sending a message to Boxer, and I just kept stumbling my words because I just don't feel like I've kind of quite landed from where where we ended up. Um, it's a surreal experience. It's like being in a room with Xavier from, uh, from the X-Men where yeah. someone literally – I can't say read your mind because he doesn't do like like you're having this thought, but he can visually see you having the thought and visually see like – where things are happening. So, so there's this one moment we took me through a couple of experiences that were literally like, it was like being on ayahuasca. It was like, I mean, I didn't see the colors, but it was like that, that moment, like right as it hits where you're just kind of like your whole body just goes <gasps> like that. That's what it felt like. And the first one, I had no idea what to expect. He's like, close your eyes and just tune into your body. And all of a sudden I'm like feeling like everything in my body, just like, electricity is just running through it. I'm like, what is happening? But then the, the second time was interesting. Cause he's like starting to tell me this, this uh, information and he goes, um, how, you might, because you might notice as I'm sharing this with you that you're it, like, you get like that fog where it's like really like hard to almost hear the words and this and that, you know, like when we talk to people, and we tell them, you know, your ego, there's certain things your ego doesn't want to hear. It checks out. And it's like, that's sure. kind of like tune, tune back in. He literally like gave words to, as I'm having this experience and like where that experience is happening in my body and like how to expand it and come back to it. <laughs> I was just like, wow. And there'd been other times where he would just like, kind of like, I mean, I've heard you say this where you're having a thought or something's happening and he's like, you feel that right there. And you're like, Yes. You like almost like laugh because you're like, how the fuck does he know that I'm feeling that right there? Yep. It was like, well, the fact that he's telling me that I'm feeling it and now he's feeling it. It's like some serious fucking superpower. Yeah. Amazing. If you remember, I won't say the name of the program, but the reason I want to take that program is I started working with them. And I was so... uh, crystal clear that a i had the capacity to do something similar maybe not in exactly the same way um and and like i would love to have that training 
And to be perfectly honest, if I had known they only do that training once every two years, you can't, we can't register for it. If I had known that back then, I would have signed up on the spot. Um, I only find that out later when I was like, you know what? I think I really do want to do that. He goes, yeah. He's like, the enrollment's closed, you know, the two years before they get started. So he's going through it again. I can just tell the people he's around the type of education that he's got. And what I love about his story and, you know, someone like Michelle too, and Anna and different people, it's like starting to see, well, first of all, it's like giving up attachment of what your ride's supposed to look like. When you see somebody like that, <laughs> you wonder what the hell the rest of us are doing. You know, no, knowing, by the way, that we all have that capacity to to go into the systems, be that aware of energy, be so super conscious of everybody. Like, for me, um, we work with some amazing coaches. Obviously, a lot of you guys who follow us know about Marcy and stuff like that. I mean, absolute geniuses. And it's interesting because I noticed some people are, like, graced into development, like mm. Michelle. Andrew was graced into development and then had to go and like reverse engineer what the hell happened to them yeah. at the end of it. And there's people who just choose to do work and slowly move it towards grace, I suppose. Um, and there's kind of like a blend of both. So it's been really interesting to work with them. It, he, he just really opened my eyes to a whole new realm of how people are operating. And I was like, wow. And it's like anything else. Once you know that that's available, you're now looking and seeking life in a new way and you're going, Holy crap. Like that's, <laughs> that's what's available to all of us. Like we can be that intimately aware of one another. Um, it really is a sensational. And by the way, he's, he's like that all the time. Like I, I don't, and, and that's why I brought up Marcy. Like I've always been a really honest person with everyone I worked with. I find myself being more honest with him than anybody else. Cause I'm like, How, there's nowhere to hide. And then I mean, in the most beautiful way, he holds such beautiful space. So it's not like I'm feeling infiltrated and I'm like, oh crap, like he already knows. Uh, I, I actually feel the wanting to share the deeper things with him because it's not just like, all right, let's figure it out together. He, I know that as that comes up, like my system is communicating that to him as well. And yeah. like that awareness is fucking everything. So just to give you guys like a quick story here, I believe like everything is communication today. So if you're having like bodily pain, your shoulders, your knees, your hips, doesn't matter. That, that's, that's a different form of communication. It's like universal energy coming in through the body. In this exact moment, in this exact time in your life, you're supposed to have that pain. Like supposed to like you have to have that pain. It's like you have it because there's something you haven't learned. It's communicating it to you. And here you have this uh, like opportunity to have this like spiritual development upgrade basically. So I had this uh, shoulder pain that seemingly came out of nowhere. Now I could say like, I go to the gym a lot. I overstrained it. I can do all the logical things that we do. And I did all the things that one does when you have a strain, like I rested it, you know, I was like taking good supplements. I was being very mindful of the movements that I was doing. Um, I didn't work out for a few months and lo and behold, it's like two months later, I have very little improvement. Every time I would have improvement, it would get worse. And it was on my, my right, right hand side. And I'm traveling through Europe and like two months in, I still have this pain. And suddenly the same exact pain shows up on my left side. Now I was already like, okay, this is, this is something to be communicated to me. And if you know anything about shoulders, it carries weight, right? Like carrying the weight of things on your shoulder. That's what, when you're spiritually carrying things and you haven't let them go, you know, sh shoulder pain, a foot or shoulder pain, a shoulder, because it can't be a foot if it's a shoulder. Um, <laughs> and uh, my left-hand side starts hurting. I'm like, wow, I'm like, this is so clearly, you know, nothing happened that the left side would have hurt. Anyway, I go into a session with Andrew one time, and we were talking about everything else, but right before, he was like, all right, let's close your eyes and kind of go into the, 
whatever the work we were doing that day. I was like, oh yeah, by the way, my right, my shoulder hurts. He goes, which one? And he's, I said the right one. He goes, all right, we'll take a look. And like, I had told him this whole long story that created this re- response in my system. And it was all somehow tied to the shoulder without me knowing like that whole thing. Right. So of course, like we go in there and like my whole system's activated. He goes, oh, great. I can see that. And I said, look, you've actually done this work. He goes, but if like this part of the integration work has been done and this part of the integration work has been done, these two systems don't know that the other one's already taken care of business and they just need to integrate. So he's like, look over here, basically like using your inner observation. He's like, look over here. I go in there, feel the kind of things Elon's talking about. I haven't quite had ayahuasca experiences in there. I have had some pretty high highs in there though have this like, you know, kind of experience and like dole my way out of this, you know, two hour session with him. And I'm walking out and I'm like, whoa, I'm not joking. Like 90% improvement, like, like instantaneously. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Within a day or two fully healed, hasn't popped it. hasn't reared its head at all since then. And, and there have been multiple experiences where he's like yanked something out of me. And then like, you just feel like a flood of energy move through the body and, all sorts of these really interesting things. I think the number one thing I could point to beyond physical pain is just like it, how I feel internally, a lightness and a joy that's kind of new for me, like a different level of it that hasn't quite been there before. And just like an ability to be be very non-reactive in a new way. Um, again, all very hard to quantitate. I just know how it feels qualitatively for me. Yep, so yep. that's that's been some of the uh, most beautiful stuff for me in doing that work. Yep. yep. I mean, so... I agree with you. There's definitely this this thing about like you, you almost feel uh, disarmed where you just are allowing to say stuff that, that maybe just been so buried that you don't want to say. But like I actually cried at one point during the session because I w- we were talking about um, something with like around money and money conversations. I had a reading, by the way, with Noah um, last week as well, and she was telling me some stuff around uh, the cycles that I've been in. And, uh, one of the things that she brought up was this, like, I'm coming out of this seven, eight year cycle of like really, really difficult financial situations. And I'm like, looking at, it, I'm like, Holy shit. It's like the exact time frame Cause like basically 2010 is when Metro collapsed and here we are, you know, starting the eighth year later and like we're we're in in a completely different swing. Sure. But what you said that was really interesting and I brought it to his attention was that um, just because an event or a series of events ends, it doesn't necessarily mean that the trauma or the effect of those events ends. Right. And something that Noah said to me, she's like, so you're just just like in like you have a couple more months of just kind of like really she's like you've done a lot of work in this area and there's like a couple more just lingering things that the identity is somehow attached to to money and and all this stuff and it's just you're you're doing the final leg of the work and so he was asking like what do you want to work on and it's just been present for me because I know it's something that like I, I have thoughts about and things like that. And so I, I shared with him an event, you know, something that happened this morning. I, I told him a little bit of background and stuff like that. And so we're doing it and he has me go get my eyes closed on this and that. And like, there's two things that he made me acutely aware of. One is that the thing that's driving these conversations is terror. 
a terror of going back to how it was. Yeah. And I'm so afraid, like terrified that it could ever be that way again. That like, while I'm con, you know, like I've done all the conscious work where it's, you know, be okay with everything and surrender and all that stuff. But it's like, I, I just became aware today how like, everything's great. I'll surrender everything. Just don't fucking take me back there ever again. And so anytime where, you know, comes up like making a big purchase or something like that, I realized that like the, the reason I'm so triggered is because of that whole world. Like I'm so afraid to go back there. And then, so he said this thing, he's like, man, you've been working really hard. Like you've done a lot of amazing things and like, look where your life is. Have you ever just stopped to think for a moment? Um, of all the work that you put in to get yourself there. And I, I hadn't, you know, we've been so, and, and I'm so appreciative and so grateful for everything that, you know, like you guys who follow us and, and, and people who are listening, whether it's on here or at a podcast, the live events, the whatever, I'm just so grateful that this is the life we get to do. And it's just been happening you know, in the grand scheme of things, really, really fast. Sure. Um, and I never stopped to to just acknowledge like all the work and all the effort and how hard we worked to to get here. And and I just started bawling. It was like, you know, I got to acknowledge that little kid who was just terrified and worked and did what we did, and it was really powerful. Like super duper, super powerful. Um, mm. And so that was amazing. And then something just to, to share with you guys, like, cause I know money is something, you know, we, we, we have our five pillar training and we've guys put this awesome uh, poll together that when people start out, we just kind of get a sense of like, who's in that room, you know, and like what people are working on. And I think the two, three times that we've done it, um, it's been, probably like 70%, right? That people have come for a breakthrough around money. So it's like, look, it's something that uh, we're all dealing with. And just, you know, people that have billions of dollars are dealing with the same things, right? Like they're so terrified of losing that money. So like a lot of stuff tied to money. Um, And something that I want to share with you that I just kind of walked away from the conversation with to explore is I think, well, I know that for most people when they want money or most people even like talk about health or finding the the person of their dreams or whatever it is, it's not the thing that they're looking for. They're, they're after the feeling of what they believe that thing will get them. And so something that, you know, just kind of like it's interesting with him because the work is, is where we do a lot of like the conversational stuff and letting people like tune into stuff, things like that. He like, it almost feels like he like pushes it into your actual system. Okay. Um, Or at least that's what I felt for me. And so, you know, in that, like, okay. So say you're like really, really concerned about money. Okay. 
and I'm talking to you guys out there, like say you're really concerned about money or concerned about, you know, uh, I'm never going to be healthy or I'm never going to find the one or whatever it is, right? Like bring yourself to a presence of that moment, like right now with us here on the screen. And what you're doing is you're just tuning in and listening, right? So let's just use money. Do you need money right now? Like in this moment for us to have this connection and for you to be here present in this moment and have this interaction with us, do you need money? Right. And just feel that like in this present moment to just be with us, you don't need anything. You truly don't need anything. And one of the things that, that we got to is like what I'm seeking is well-being. Like a deep sense of well-being. To that point where like I got to experience like every part of my body just fully relaxed. Like I was in like a meditative, you know, like when you meditate sometimes and you're just gone in some God knows place. Sure. It was like that like awake and conscious and all that stuff, just like everything in my body. And he's like, you've been working so hard. You haven't even let yourself like stop and breathe and relax. And that's not to say, look, I mean, there's people that work, I'm sure for the outside work a lot harder than we do. Cause like we actually appreciate our lives and really are all about having it all and having that balance and being able to go on vacations. And, you know, like I'm not saying from that perspective, but like there's this like, push. Right. So yeah, it was just this thing about like, that's what I'm seeking. And I think whatever I get to receive in attracting that well-being into my life is what will naturally come. And instead of having to force and work really hard, he said something really interesting. Cause I was saying like, he's like, why does this matter to you? And I was like, you know, I watched my parents work so hard. I grew up in a family where like, I mean, they still work really hard and I want to break that cycle. Like I want to be, you know, the two of us to like break that cycle so that people going forward in our family choose. It's not about hard work. It's, it's like choice in matter. Mm -hmm. And uh, he goes, <laughs> he goes, uh-huh. So you've just been working really hard at creating about breaking that cycle. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very, very insightful. I mean, you know, and you've been hearing me share this a lot about how little I feel like right now, in order to grow, we actually need to depend on logic. Yeah. And like thought, mostly because of this kind of work. And, yeah. and uh, however, like this gave me like another vantage point. Like I tracked that back to ayahuasca and yeah. a lot of experiences. Like I, I was very concerned before with having like a little zinger to share and equip. Like this is going back years, you know, but like I got to take something away from this. So like I need to know and like yeah. I got to have this thing to share. And, blah, blah, blah. and now it's like you, you work with him, you work with plant medicine work. And, and part of the trust surrender process is I know something shifted inside. I was barely aware that it was there just a moment ago. <laughs> Nevertheless, the fact that it just completely changed because look, there was, there's been a frequency in the body from some traumatic experience that's been there for 30 years and like, and like all white noise and all white energy. Once it's there for a long period of time or dark energy, once it's there for a while, you don't even know. 
Mm-hmm. And most of us aren't like, oh, I'm having a traumatic experience. Like, oh my God, that changed my heart hurts now. And this part, you're like, you wake up tomorrow and it's, you know, a new day and, and we, we move right along and we don't notice these subtle shifts inside. So it's given me so much awareness of the, of the subtle shifts. The most beautiful part is, is watching how life is changing externally though and how little I need to explain what the fuck is happening where before I, I felt this like desire and need to explain all the time. I've actually found it interesting um, and maybe even challenging at times when we're doing coaching now and I hear people say stuff. And of course I want to help them do like the paradigm shift and get into an empowered state and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, just go into your body <laughs> really because I, I, cause I can see for me, like how big of a, of a difference it's making. And I am not taking anything away from work we've done for, for all these years and, and the power of linguistics and putting people into action and, and like really breaking through areas of life where you m- may have wanted to take action or to complete a relationship or to get into yeah. communication. All those things are vitally important. And I don't know that everyone is ready for this type of work. Just like, I don't know that everyone's ready for plant medicine work. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like Elon and I are, are pretty careful about curating who, who gets to even have those experiences with us. Um, in the next few months because of stuff like that, it's like you can throw some pretty big spiritual grenades out there and cause damage. And I certainly know he doesn't want to work with just like somebody who's just getting going, you know, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to pause here for a second and tell you about something that I realized many of you have no idea about. So Guy and I have just released a brand new advanced training. So after hundreds of emails and questions constantly asking us, well, how do I have it all? How do I have it all? We've created the five pillars to having it all. So if any of the things we share with you here on the podcast have resonated with you, then I'd like to invite you personally to an all new training. Now you can register for the next live class by heading to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. There you'll be able to register for the next live class or if you're one of these people that I need it now, you can always just watch the latest replay on that page as well. This, by the way, my friends, is a robust, in-depth training that will help you clearly see what's currently stopping you in any area of your life, be it your health, your relationships, your finances, or simply just maybe you want to manifest that big dream. It will help you with all of that. So again, go check it out by going to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. And now back to the podcast. Something really interesting that came out of the conversation was also this uh, concept because he also is like all about, you know, the work that we've been doing, which is obviously why we've called this man into our lives, but going from, you know, the head and the logic really into like the body and the heart and tuning and stuff like that. And something that I never occurred to me and, you know, like we've been doing this work with so many people and obviously like people are having the most amazing results in their lives and, and et cetera. And something that I, I never quite realized is, you know, like the people that we get to go really deep with, like in our Ascension program and stuff like that, like they're fully ready to tap in and like do all that kind of stuff. Now we have the 100 Day Manifestation Masterclass and kind of like the, the entry point into that world for us. And we're doing that five pillar training and we're talking about that hard stuff. And it never occurred to me because this was not my experience. It never occurred to me what kind of sheer terror is activated in people when they live from their heart. Because for most people, their heart is so closed 
because of traumas and events and things like that, it's so closed off. And then we come along and we're like, hey, tune into this thing and like use this thing as a guidance. And it truly, truly never occurred to me how much pain and 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 sheer terror living from that place could be for people. And he was also saying like, you know, even people that say they, they live from here aren't actually living from here. It's like a logical way of their imagination of living from here, not truly like living with this open and living from here. And you know what, like living with your heart open, I can see how that can cause pain. I I really can. And especially like we, we've been blessed with amazing childhoods. Like obviously we still have our shit and with mom and dad and whatever, like, right. Like we're human beings. And in the grand scheme of things from obviously people that we worked with, like we've had pretty incredible, magical childhoods. Um, So I can, it just never occurred to me that like making that transition is, could just be so jarring for someone. Um, And so, yeah, it's just something that I'm, I'm going to be a lot more responsible for and like what that experience could be for people. It never, I never had that realization before. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely allowed me to soften, have an increased level of empathy, without a doubt. And it, it's funny, you know, I find, and I wouldn't want anybody to do this from an inauthentic place. I find the simple things are some of the biggest things that make a difference for me. Because, like, I started working with him when I was still very much in, like, heartbreak last year. Mm. And when I worked with him, so imagine, like, going where you went, but going there, like, into a heartache or like past life stuff where you can like feel people all the times that you got cornered and someone like butchered you or, and we have such a violent history. The human race does. I mean, that it's like inevitable that at some point, all of us have experienced incredible violence, you know, in our soul, soul's life. So stuff like that. And going through those experiences while he's, while he's looking at the system and just saying like, ouch, like the recognition that somebody can see the pain. Mm. I don't know why. I mean, I do and I don't know why. Just like, I remember when I was like suicidal and I where I was when I was in that place was that nobody understands the pain that I'm in. And and the first time I ever even got reprieve from that was with that experience of Sarah, which I won't get into, a super mystical woman that came into my life and possibly saved me at that time. Yeah, and for sure. Only, and the only, yeah, I think, I think probably came to save my life. Right. And the only thing that shifted really then was I was like, somebody on this planet knows what I'm going through. That, that was, that was already a, some a sense of freedom. And when he went in there and I could see he was like living it with me, like, it doesn't matter how much you tell your friends I'm fucked up right now. I'm really in pain and I need support. Like there, it, it's a different level. And, and like that kind of stuff where he's just like, ouch, like in those moments, it helped me really realized, damn, I'm fucking going through it right now. And it's okay. Um, give me a ton of freedom around uh, the, the heartbreak. It was really the beginning of, of me shedding that. Cause the first like two, three months, it's more or less what I had to bring up every single time. Yeah. was going through all that stuff I was going through. And again, like you said, we're not aware of all the scar tissue that's leaving behind. I, I was certainly aware that there was scar tissue being left behind and I didn't know how to deal with it. You know, I knew I was going, just going through a lot of pain. So yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. I'm, I'm so excited that you got to experience that. And, uh, I imagine just from uh, the look, look and energy of your, uh, being this, that's something you want to continue to explore. 
Yeah, I mean, he was like, just just sit with this for a while, because like I, I we literally he like left me almost like in a daze, like my eyes half closed, and yeah, yeah it was. Um, you know, I, I just find it so incredible that the more you know, the less you know, and and, and what I mean by that is that. Like to be open to having a conversation with someone like that, I think that even five years ago, I would have gone into that conversation with like this full on East Coast, like, yeah, right. Fucking bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like there's no way. And I think because of the experiences that we've said yes to, like – meditations and ayahuasca and, and different teachers and stuff like that. You know, you come into that person and he's even told me flat out, like usually when I work with people for the first time, they're like really guarded and really closed off. And it's like, like I have to like go through some processes to like get them. And I just feel like you and I, because we've had, I don't want to say so much, but we've had experience with other realms and like just shedding that we Honestly, like if you could shed one thing this year is that you don't fucking know who you are. Like what if you just took on that you don't know who you are or the world or the universe or financing or health or you really don't know anything about anything what's available to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you just live from that place, right? Like Buddhism, they call it a state of wonder where, yes, you had all these programs and things built in and and baked into your system. And yet. Right. Like what if what if I'm not saying give them up. I'm just saying like what if you lived in a place that you didn't know and you were open and there are magicians out there like there are magicians out there. People that when you're open and you're a yes in your consciousness will arise like the stuff that I heard from from you and Ratava like, dude, that is just again, like. <laughs> If I, heard that, yeah. if I heard that again, like five years ago, I would have been like, this is the biggest load of bullshit. I even remember listening to Esther Hicks for the first time. It took me like three hours of listening to this to like get my head around that this is something that's even plausible yeah. in the universe. Yep. And yeah, it's just such a beautiful place to live when you like give all that stuff up. Funny, funny enough, like I actually consider myself uh, quite a gullible person. Like I, I very, I very easily believe in the unbelievable. Like I'm, um, I, I spent years, I mean, like years on this people, like doing research on aliens and like flat Earth theories and like I get to believe. Yeah, I, I get, I get really wrapped up in that stuff because I'm like, okay, I know there's a lot of evidence, scientific evidence. I'm a very scientific, logical person, and yet. My experience for 15 years has been is I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know who the fuck I am. Um, Everything I thought to be true about me and about the world at some point in time gets completely invalidated and shifts right side up on his head. And I, and I, and I now would confer that like the human mind is easily manipulatable. And I'm, and I'm really not saying this from like a um, conspiracy theory point of view. But, like, how do we know, right? Like, how do we know anything that's happening on this planet? You know how easy it is to control the human race? You create a narrative. People are born to the narrative. They think that's where they are. I don't know about you guys. I haven't walked around the planet. I haven't been up in space. I haven't seen if the the Earth really looks like a freaking marble. Now, I'm prone to believe that. 
but anything is really possible, right? Like anything, like we might be, I don't know. Like I just posted a video about like the, some of the smartest minds in the world right now, including Elon Musk are absolutely convinced that we are in a computer simulation. Uh, like absolutely convinced, probable, more probable than not that we are pretty wild. And again, like if you're born into our narrative where the moment you're born, they stick some goggles on your face that have an image, have sound and have an experience, right? Then how would you know that you're not living in a simulation? You would never know it, right? The whole matrix thing. So it's like, forget what's true and what's not true. Like, I think there, there is a part of the reality that we're living in a time that it would, it's useful to at least agree on a few things like gravity, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like gravity or that like $1 buys you a a blow pop. I don't know. Like, like something that we could, otherwise it's just fucking chaos. And then there's like the whole part that's like beyond, if you're willing to look beyond that veil of like the mystical and what would seem supernatural and unbelievable, which is honestly just as believable as that dollar or gravity. And has probably just as much data that works. Um, and stealing fire, I'm sure I've shared this before. Stephen Cutler talks about that we have more scientific data that provides evidence for that if a group of people are sitting around and meditating on an intention, on some kind of outcome, that that outcome will present itself in physical reality. They know exactly how much output needs to happen for that input to come back. So we have more evidence for that than that Advil gets rid of headaches. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and so it's like you're either going to look at the sliver in the narrative that's been told or you're going to say, what is the, what is the narrative that I want to subscribe to? Albert Einstein said you can either see the world as a threat or you can perceive it as a miracle. Those are just narratives. Right. Like right now you have people in charge politically that are giving you a narrative that everything is fucking scary. And people who get really, really activated by that want those people in office for security. But it's just a narrative. And then there's plenty of people like, I, that's not my experience of the world. It's not my experience of people. So, you know, I guess we, we each got to pick our bullshit and run with it. Um, I, ironically, many years ago, Elon and I were literally going to develop a program called Pick Your Bullshit. Because it was very obvious to us that whatever paradigm you choose to live in is going to be uh, directly influence the quality of your life. And, and I still believe that whole, wholeheartedly. The funny part is the more we've uh, leaned into the mystical, the more mystical people I find. And, and the more that that's actually completely altering the quality of my life. Yeah. More than anything, more than any logic that I've ever come up with. There's, there's just an openness. I think that we've been able to develop luckily both from Israeli parents, like Israel's all about, like, show me, prove it to me. Right. Like no one believes anyone. And (laughs) that, that is a lot of programming. We grew up in a place in a household where we didn't learn to ask for help. We didn't know what that was like. Everything was do it on our own, do it on our own, doing it on our own. You maybe grew up in a home where your parents didn't say I love you or dad didn't give you hugs or, you know, you watch your parents go through a divorce or you were physically or mentally abused, right? Like whatever that is. And then that creates a world of strategies on how you survive life. Truly survive life, like take that in, not living life, not thriving in life. It's surviving life. And and something that he said that like, it just kind of like my brain can't get 
around it. I know because we speak about it from, you know, these programs were all were created when you were like three to say seven years old and you could be 50 and that same four-year-old is running your life, right? So we get that. But one of the things that he said at the physical body level, right? Like we have, I think he said the gross body and then it's the subtle body. Subtle. So um, these programs that you created, they're unaware that you've changed at all. They're mm -hmm. unaware that you're now 30 or 40 or 50. Unaware. Like they don't get to stand out here and look at you. They're just operating in this like computer. And they don't get an opportunity to see you. like, oh, wow. Like this person actually got 30 years of other experience. Like let's tap into that. They just do what they do. Mm -hmm. That is insane to think They're about. Like they're also living in their own simulation. Right? Exactly. Such a small perspective. It's it's just the same thing over and over again. Limited perspectives. Yeah. And then check this out. So then you start doing this work and you're like, I fucking hate that program. That program is ruining my life. Right. That's pretty much what people decide to do. Like, and then they're like, I'm going to hire a coach or a therapist because that fucking program is ruining my life. And yet that program has helped you get to where you are today by surviving, like it's done incredible work and we just want to beat it up and get rid of it. But this program is like, why are you getting rid of me? I've been doing everything that you've asked for perfectly. Mm -hmm. So it's like you ask a child to do something and then all of a sudden, like you change your mind. Like, hey, son, sit here and and write out the alphabet. And then you come back like a year later, you're like, Stop fucking writing the alphabet. Like, go write me a novel. And you just, like, slap this kid in the face. And the kid's like, but I did exactly what you told me to do. Yeah. And now what do you have? You have, like, like an, an upset program who's, like, fighting for survival inside. And I was just like, well, I got, like, the whole world of what's actually, like, happening in there. And, again, goes back to, like, love and gratitude towards everything, every reaction Every action, every program, every thought, like gratitude and thankfulness yep. for all of it. And like that's the only way that you can build a relationship with all of these things and create like harmony in your in your system. Otherwise, you're just in a war with everything inside of you. Honestly, look, it's for me, it's like a relief. There's nothing to overcome. I don't have to become yeah. stronger. Like you said, it's it's scary to live with your heart open because guess what? When your heart's open, you don't you're not wearing armor, which means you're vulnerable. But and and, it, and it's not it's not like it, uh, we're scared because we haven't discovered the strength that's there. Our, our experience of life has been people take advantage of us or that I get hurt when I do that. It's that's the case because our mind programming has been shame, guilt, and blame. Mm. So it's like, yeah, like there's there's an experience happening. Like you said, there's a gross body and a subtle body experience. So there's an experience happening in the subtle body. However, we haven't been entrained, entrainment, right? Entrained to pay attention to in a way that allows for the release of the, inform of the information that's being collected there. So it's creating scars, right? It's like this energy that keeps trying to come out, but we don't know how to process it properly. So we think that, we, well, it keeps happening. So I got to get stronger than it. I got a strong arm. I can create new experiences that put armor around me and that will defeat this thing. And it's like, nope, don't have to do any of that. Like if spiritual education is going anywhere and it probably has always been, it's acceptance of all things. So like if, if you want to become a more loving person, you get to love yourself more.
if you want to be a, a more, you know, financially, I don't want to say savvy person, but like a, a person who attracts wealth into their life, guess what? The way Elon's been operating, which hit him today, operating from survival creates more opportunities to survive around money. You know, it's just, it's like attracts like. Yep. So you're either going to accept those parts of yourself and stop fighting and being in an argument and trying to become stronger than them, or you're going to go and find them. You're going to learn to love them. And suddenly you're going to find this harmonization and peacefulness that occurs from it. And from that space, really anything is possible again, because you're open. You're open like you were when you were a kid. You're like, oh, wow, that doesn't have to run the show anymore. Yep. And, and to Betsy's point, just just because I know, bro, we got to uh, leave. But yep. to Betsy's point, you know, about synchronicity and holy moly, like how many of you guys have shown up to this, whether on live or podcast and you've heard it and you've you've sent us messages like, wow, that was the perfect message at the absolute perfect time. Get that like this is all your system aligning to the synchronicities. Synchronicities are always there. It's just your aligning to the synchronicities, right? Like a name of a book or, you know, like someone tells you, Hey, check out the have it all podcast or Hey, check out. Right. And like all of a sudden, you know, two, three, four, you're like, all right, I'm going to just fucking do it. Like it happened to me with Kundalini just the other day. Like I'm going to start Kundalini yoga. So, um, it, it just, when you that like that's to me how I know I used to call them guiding lights, but like that's how I know I'm on the path because like the next light just naturally shows itself to me effortlessly and easily, and I just follow, and I don't need to understand why or how or anything. I just know like that feels really good. Something is pulling me towards that. It's not a thought. It's just like a, a feeling and a vibration, and then you just keep following that, and life just synchronistically, magically opens up in front of you. Yeah, I just want to point out, if you would have told me these two words are coming out of my brother's mouth two and a half years ago, three years ago, kundalini yoga, <laughs> I would have never, never in a million years thought that that would come out of his mouth. Nope. Right? Just, it's funny because like, um, I live on, I live in San Diego, as you guys know, a lot of you guys know, and obviously the, these kind of conversations are a lot more commonplace, very accepted here. It's like pick your own adventure when it comes to spirituality out here in New York though, <laughs> you like, gets you gets shit for the experiences that he goes through. Cause it's so not part of the culture and or conversation uh, out there. And it, it's just interesting to, to watch you come online. How so, how so naturally as one does these things become so easily to accept and become aware of with like really any resistance. I, I think at the end of the day, it's like, what does it, what does it matter? What's true? Honestly, it's it's such a waste of time to to even have these conversations or arguments about what is or what isn't. It's like what feels good to you is seriously the only thing that matters, except no. most people are measuring what feels good to them about what society says is supposed to feel good. And, and they think if they're, if they're not in line with that, that it's just not the thing anymore. And it's like I have found in every area of my life, finances, relationships, communication, uh, everywhere across the board, the one thing – that I always messes me up when I, when I realize how I've been judging myself based on what society told me versus writing that story for myself and maybe using it as a guidance system, or at least as a point of like uh, relativity to be like, okay, like, you know, what feels good for me. And every single time I find myself reinventing what that thing is for me and it moves me closer. Like, and I'll give you an example of what I mean. Actually, this came out of my last session with Andrew. He was, uh, we're, he was talking about like connecting like heart frequency. So he was telling me to like, look at, 
his heart for my heart, basically. And of course, like in, in my experience so far, it's like move eyes down here, look through heart, you know, until like somewhere in the experience, again, I don't know how to give this language. I, I noticed more of the vibrational frequency of the heart viewing versus like me, like using a super observer through my heart, totally changed my experience. And in that moment, I realized for myself that I have been like, I've been seeking being emotional like more and more for like years now, like 70 years. And it's come online. It's not like, I'm like, Oh, this hasn't happened yet. It it has, except when I see people like really easily cry, like, like just shedding tears. Like it's so rare that happens for me. Like when I was in heartbreak, that happened a few times like that, that really like (sighs) that feeling, you know, that like that, hit in your stomach feeling that you almost want like want to vomit funny enough like as fucked up as that is at the same time it's really enjoyable it's super cathartic and i don't get to experience that very often so when i see people get really emotional there's a part of me that's kind of jealous about that Mm. and and i and i realized that i have been like you know how ratva said you're not going to channel the way i channel yes i realized i i've been trying to feel the way other people feel like that's the blueprint oh when you cry like that that means you're emotional when you're, oh, that means you're emotional. I'm like, I'm not like that. And I was like, oh, here's another area of life where I've used what I've seen society do to try to guide me towards that. Of course, I can't move down that path. That's not how God does emotional. Yeah. So it gave me like all the space. I'm like, oh, wow, I get to like reinvent and get curious about what it means to be emotional for me. And it doesn't have to look like how anybody else gets emotional. But that's what I've been pursuing for like seven or eight years. I did the same thing with money. I did the same thing with relationships. I did the same thing with like where I wanted to live in the world. Like, and now, you know, I, I've, I, I see myself freeing myself in all these areas. And I, I had this like, like, oh, dumb moment around it. I'm like, how is this one area where I've been letting other people guide my experience? Um, and I came into my awareness like, you know, four or five days ago. So it was just this really nice breath of fresh air for me. So can I just offer you something that I caught when you were sharing? Please. So you said, uh, you know, these things happen and they just messed me up. Like it messes me up. Okay. And again, like, like these, like little, little subtle things, right? Like if something is messed up, that means like that thing is wrong. Like it's, it's instead of, you know, it happens and it shows me, shows me the way or shows me the light or shows me this about myself. And I think it's a lot of the stuff that you and I have been doing for the last year, specifically with Marcy. It's like, you know, noticing any part that you don't love inside of you. Right. Um, and even with him today, it was like, it really was all about that. And just ayahuasca too, right? Like you feeling a sensation in your body, you deem that sensation, not good. I want this out. And then it's like, you're fighting it instead of just loving it and appreciating it and noticing it, dude, I'm so much more excited to go to do ayahuasca this time than last time. Like last time I felt was like, like I went in there. I, I, I wasn't sure. And like, I wasn't sure what to expect. And I know the people that we're taking with us, like they're in that state and that's perfect. Like this time, I'm just so ready to just receive. Yeah. Just be yeah. an absolute receptor of a vessel for all of it. And I just know that like, even with him, like I would notice in the moments where I would just like notice it and love it and let it go. How much faster the, the energy started moving through. Yeah. Yeah, man. <sighs> like one little thing and we'll just close up. And, that, and that's kind of what I noticed is I'm noticing at the much more subtle levels of the body where I hold tension. Mm. Like I notice how like something will happen. Like I'll be in a conversation with somebody I'll get, and I'll feel that like surge of energy and I'll be like, wow, in the past, I wouldn't even pay attention to that. Yeah. I'd be like, try to hide it, try to hide it, try to hide it. And like, 
like almost like I'm like, please pass. And then I'm like, you know, like kind of like get th- like getting through it all the time. I was the same thing last year for me. I'm like, I'm here for fucking warrior mission. Like, bring it, Aya, you know? And this time I'm like, all right, sweetheart. Like, let's just lay around and just give it to me, right? So when I have those conversations now, I, I find, especially down the center of my system, how everything is like all tightens up. And I'm like, but I have this new awareness where I can be like, I'm not relaxing my body. I'm relaxing the system. Yeah. I'm relaxing my, like I can start with my physiology. Okay. My shoulders are up and stuff like that. But there's like this deeper part inside of me where I could feel all the tension happening in the inner system. And I'm like, and then the same thing. I just, and then it's like, you know, the stream comes and it's just boom, boom, boom. So that's awesome, dude. I'm so excited for you. Like, it's just so fun to watch other people start doing that work. Cause it's, yeah, I want, you know, I've been telling you for months but it's like, you're going to do it when you're going to do it. And I, I'm like, you understand, please go talk to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like that big, um, you know, as big as doing the forum or as big as taking medicine. Yeah. It's just so exciting to pe- see people enter that work. So, yeah. Awesome, man. Love you. Way to take the dive. Yeah. Well, that, that was like a toe dip, I think. But yes, I dove. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see what you see when you see it. <laughs> All right, man. I love you. I'll talk to you later. All right, everybody. Love you too. And uh, for the rest of you guys, thank you for joining us today. So one last reminder before we wrap up here today, if you haven't already grabbed the app that all of your fellow Satorians are going gaga over, then I would recommend to do it right now. Well, I guess if you're driving, maybe not just this second, but when you get a chance, go to your iTunes or Google Play Store, search for Satori Prime and download it today. You'll get access, like I said earlier, to an amazing and life-changing 10-part mini-series. And if you want to know the clear steps to create the have-it-all life for yourself, this app is an absolute must. Like I said, and you can hear in my voice, we are incredibly excited to share it with you and be with you inside of our community. So we'll see you there. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love. Promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends. Bye.